What is good? All of our listeners, welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And in this week's episode, episode 23, Michael Jordan's number, uh, we are talking about how to love a gamer at Christmas, right? So this is an early episode. Next week is Thanksgiving week. We're going to be away in Pennsylvania visiting Mi Madre. And uh, we just want to talk about before the Black Friday sales start happening, how to love a gamer at Christmas time, even yep. though all of our audience are gamers. So uh, you can share these ideas, share these ideas to your parents like mom and dad. Listen to this podcast. So, Liz, as I ask every single week, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I'm excited to go on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And you sound it. I am. Yeah. I didn't finish my coffee yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello, yeah, puppy. It's just life is exhausting, and I'm excited to go home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we're visiting my mom. Uh, we're going to visit a couple friends. So uh, mm-hmm. Lancaster life. Yeah, boy. So, but yeah, so uh, we're excited. Uh, I'm trying not to be tired uh, just to keep you entertained. So this week, we're actually going to skip table talk topics. Uh, yeah, I know. Everybody's favorite favorite segment. Uh, because we have two things to talk about. Two things came out this past Wednesday. One is Fallout 76. Oh, uh, boy. Um, yeah, so let me talk about that first, right? Just because, And then we'll talk about the other thing that came out on Wednesday. Uh, so since day one of this podcast, I've been bringing up Fallout 76, like every, every single episode, I'm pretty sure every single episode I brought up Fallout 76, but progressively (coughs) as, uh, as the episodes went on, I I just got a little less enthusiastic about (laughs) it because more information came out about it. And then the, uh, then the green buyer event happened and we saw gameplay of that. I'm like, Ooh, ouch. And then I got a sneak peek of it. And I was like, ouch. <laughs> then I played the beta and I, I was I, I spiraled into depression. Oh my goodness. And then the final game released. Um ooh, man. So uh a lot of people are saying that this is a garbage fire. And I'm pointing out that it's not a garbage fire. I've played so many worse games. I'm going to say this right now on the podcast. Mass Effect Andromeda was a garbage <laughs> fire. Like, that was bad. That was bad. Um, there's other games. See, that's the thing. You can't really think of games that were bad because you want to, f- like, forget about that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially ones that you were, like, hyped for. Yeah. Like Mass Effect Andromeda. I talked to everybody about I it. I remember. It's like, do you, do you know about Andromeda? Who knows about Andromeda? So, Fallout 76, it's not a garbage fire what it is is that it's very dull like there's nothing to do so so you enter the game you you exit the vaults no spoilers here but in past fallout games fallout 3 new vegas uh i'm not counting one and two i'm just counting the bethesda fallouts here so three new vegas well new vegas wasn't doesn't matter but there there was a goal outside of you know you getting outside of the vaults you know uh you had to look for your dad you had to look for your son uh, you had to look for y- y- the people who tried to kill you. Here, it's just kind of like rebuild. What do you mean by that? Rebuild. Yeah. It's like, um, can I have something else to do? Like, is there, is there like a, a, a Gila monster that I can go hunt down? <laughs> but it really is. You just exit the vault and it just says, um, you know, rebuild America. And I'm yeah. Like, uh, okay. And you exit the vaults, and I've played it for a good few hours now. And there, the story isn't really leading anywhere. And 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 I said this on Twitter. So follow us at Gaming Groceries. Uh, I said this on Twitter, uh, saying that ba- basically there's nowhere to go because there's no NPCs. But that's no excuse for a game because I pointed out that Fulbright Games, who made Gone Home and Tacoma as well as the game Firewatch, these games don't have any NPCs in them, right? And and you can count Tacoma as no NPCs because they're not really NPCs. They're just <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't know what exactly they are, computers. But so 
you can't really make the excuse that a game can't have a good story without NPCs because there's been a number of games that have done it very successfully. Uh, so last point I'll make, and, and I told Liz, this is going to be a quick one just because mm -hmm. I've already said my piece about Fallout 76. But the last thing I'll say is that I, I still have hope for it. It's not a garbage fire. It's just dull. Yeah. And when you have a dull game, especially a multiplayer game, there's always hope for patches mm -hmm. right and pete hines tweeted out that there's going to be a massive patch coming out november november 19th for with uh stability and uh frame rates there's even going to be push to talk for pc he also mentioned that there's going to be dlc where other vaults are going to be opening up mm -hmm. possibly npcs there uh there's going to be different add-ons there's going to be um uh, faction pvp so there's there's definitely hope for fallout 76 if you haven't bought fallout 76 yet wait three months at least wait until like summertime maybe or spring mm -hmm. that that way the the add-ons will be there and it'll be just a much better game so far it's again it's not a garbage fire but it's just very dull like there's really nothing mm -hmm. to do like so that's all I have to say about Fallout 76. Um, and uh, I'll continue to talk about it until the until it's the game we were all promised. Yeah. Liz, do you want to say the other thing that came out on Wednesday? It's it, it's the it's the thing the that you read. Oh, the comic book. Yeah. She just mouths to me like, I don't remember. <laughs> That's how tired I am. We literally just <laughs> talked about it like two minutes ago before we started. I'm just like what was the other thing <laughs> yeah so the thing that we keep talking about is that uh we're huge fans of the life is strange series right and the next entry into max and chloe's story is this comic and we were both very skeptical about it it's like yeah mm, i don't know but uh liz first your thoughts on the comic no spoilers uh, because we want you all to read it but no spoilers. yeah it was pretty good i mean yeah. I didn't, where they put them didn't even cross my mind for some reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, Like that, yeah, that was an option. Yeah. Um, But it was good. I mean, I, I liked it. It's, it was really just the build up part. Mm -hmm. Like they're just building you up for the rest of the um, issues. Um, But it definitely hooks you. It was good. I liked it. Definitely. Oh, man. Loki was making a face and I was trying to take, take a picture. Loki is our dog. Loker butt. So, yeah, you're right. It was it was pretty good. It reminded me of the first episode of the original Life is Strange where um, <coughs> the first half is kind of like dull or you just don't know where it's going. Yeah, the in the beginning it's kind of confusing yeah. when things are going on, but they explain why it's confusing. Like, they purposefully made it confusing. Exactly. Like, it... It just sets up where they are, who they're with now, what city they're in, yeah. where they escape to. What their to. life is like. Uh, it is kind of corny, like where the setting that they're in. Like I, it's it's cringy. Like I think uh, it's fine. I I think it's kind of cringy. Uh, you think a lot of things are cringy. Yeah. Well, spoiler here. I just want to say why I think it's cringy. Uh, they live with a rock band. They don't live with the rock band. They're friends with the rock band. No, it says that like like this is our home now. Like they're in a living situation. No, that where that city is their home now. Oh, whatever. So they're friends with a really corny rock band. And I find it corny just because I've been in so many different bands and just the way they talk about music and like, yeah, feel the moment, man. I'm just like, ah, no. Um so it's kind of corny in my eyes, but the second half, it just mm -hmm. woof. Yeah. So the second half, again, this is merely just a setup story just so the next three comics can yeah. really drive you in. But the second half, you're just like, okay, wait, 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 wait. What just happened? And you start to see Max's issues like in a comic. Like you start to see the aftermath mm -hmm. of what Max went through. Yeah. And it's just, oh, it hooked me. Like, and it hooked you, too. Like, yeah. you, when I said, like, Liz, you need to read this comic, uh, you were just like, fine. And then. Yeah, like, I really didn't want to because I really don't enjoy reading comics. Mm -hmm. 
just not my thing. Um, but by the time you got to the end, you're like, like, all right, it's worth it. Yeah, you're like, okay, hold it's on. Wor- it's worth reading for the story that I like. Mm-hmm. So, again, that came out this past Wednesday. Uh, it's Life is Strange. I think it's just called Life is Strange. Uh, the first issue is called Dust. And it's out now from Titan Comics, who also wrote the novelization of the Spider-Man video game, which didn't make sense. And I'm just like, why? Anyways, that that doesn't matter. (laughs) So yeah, go ahead and read it. Before we get started, (coughs) excuse me. Before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to one of our friends. Uh, He has a uh, Twitch channel called Absolute Prodigy. So. Here, this is a gaming podcast, so Mm -hmm. we like to represent gamers here. So, Absolute Prodigy, he's a Twitch streamer who mostly streams uh, League of Legends, and he's actually ranked. He's on a a team squad. Uh, I'm not sure what they're actually called. I'm not a League player, but if you enjoy League of Legends, this guy is a monster. So, he's up there in the ranks, but if you don't like... Uh, League of Legends. I know he did uh, Destiny 2. Like, he played Destiny 2 for the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, he played Kingdom Hearts. So, he does a lot, but he he's primarily on the League of Legends. So, uh, again, if you're on Twitch, uh, give him a checkout. You know, Absolute Prodigy, that's one word. Uh, I believe I spelled it right. Prodigy. So well, It doesn't matter if you spelt it as right, as long as you say it right. Absolute Prodigy. Absolute what is good? Absolute prodigy. No. 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 Rats Moving on. Anyways, but yeah, go go give him a go give him a check out. Absolute prodigy. So that brings us to top three gaming news. Wow. So in the gaming news, if you want to check out more gaming news, I always tweet about this at gaming groceries. And before we get into the gaming news, let's just uh, remind our listeners to follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, uh, Instagram Games and Groceries, all one word. And if you're listening to us on iOS or on iHeartRadio or on Spotify or anywhere else you're listening to us, uh, give us a rating because that way the more ratings we get, the more attention we get to be put on the front page and the more attention we get on the front page. Anchor will finally put us on the feature page. <laughs> Use the hashtag, put games and groceries on the feature page. That Anchor. is a long hashtag. I'm not done yet. On Anchor, please and thank you. Signing out. Hashtag. Hashtag. Yes, please. Do you, do you like that, Liz? No. So we're trying to get on the feature page. We, we're in talks with Anchor. Like, come on now. So if you're listening on iOS or any other platform, give us an honest rating just so we can uh, get more attention from iOS or Apple Podcasts. That way we can uh, finally win the war of Anchor putting us on featured. So again, Twitter at Gaming Groceries, Instagram Games and Groceries, and uh, give us a rating on your preferred platform. So that brings us to our top three gaming news. Uh, Every single week we go through the news there was a lot of news this week mm-hmm. there's a lot so this is just our top three that caught our attention and we just want to talk about it for a bit uh the number one of course is the shocking news that sony playstation any of that none of that is going to be appearing at this year's e3 yeah isn't that weird that is like all of Sony, not even just like a piece of the, like, oh, we're not going to be having yeah, PlayStation nobody. there. We're not going to be having whatever there. Like, it's like anything owned by Sony yeah. will not be attending. And that's the thing is that like they've been there since the beginning of E3. Yeah. This is the first time in 24 years that they have not appeared at E3. Um, if you don't know what E3 is, first of all, uh, well, uh, I why? <laughs> E3 is like gaming Christmas for me. Um, it is. We just add up all the money we're going to spend the next year. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, it's a three-day event? Yeah, it's like a three-day event. Yeah, three or four days. And like it's just a giant showcase in the summertime to show off this year's uh, games. But it's also to show off your new gaming consoles, mm-hmm. which they're coming up soon. Yeah. And that's what's surprising about this is that uh, Sony is not going to be at E3. They're not even going to have a PSX. Like they're not having a PlayStation. Yeah, they're experience. not even having their own. Their own conference. Their, yeah, their own conference this year. So it's kind of weird 
Um, and nobody knows why they didn't give it like an exact reason. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of leakers saying that like, well, they're just building up because they're going to be revealing the PlayStation Five. Yeah, but that means they don't they don't have anything to show like mm -hmm. at all. Really, no new games. No. They can't show Death Stranding more, the most confusing game. If they to ever. and if they know they're gonna do the PS Five, why can't they talk about that? You don't have to show it, but you can talk about it. Yeah, kind of like something. what kind of like what Xbox did, where they talked yeah. about Scarlet. Um, it's just really, really weird. Uh. It's shocking and it's just really boggling just because you, you would think that like, yeah, the next generation is coming. We all know that, mm -hmm. which it, let me go on a little rant there. Isn't it weird that we're already talking about the next generation? Like, I feel like the, this generation is just kicking up speed. Like, it's just, like, hitting its stride. That could be because we just got these new consoles. Well, we didn't just, but, We like, just got the PS4, and we didn't get the Xbox One until two years ago. Yeah, but, like, hear me out. Like, there's, there's a lot of people that we know that are just getting new consoles. That's true. There's a lot of new people. They're just getting these systems. And the Xbox One X and the PS, uh, PS4 Pro, they're just hitting their strides. That's true. The... the um, remakes of this generation mm -hmm. are the, the still mid-tier generations. Yeah. yeah, like it's just uh, I'm not. It's not surprising because by 2020 it will be seven years, which is uh, it's that's average, a good span. It's an average year between console generations, but it's just it feels like they're just hitting the stride with what it's yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, that's true. And it's just like hmm. But so I am more in the line of leaning towards. Sony is going to be revealing the PlayStation 5 in 2020. Um, and there's a lot of leakers out there to say that, like, oh, the PlayStation 5, it's going to be a monster. Like, it's going to be better than the Xbox One yeah. X. And I'm like, I hope so. Um, you you're about to say something? But still, it's like, you, okay, so you're, you're not going because you're announcing the PS5 at, in 2020. Mm-hmm. You have nothing else to talk about. You're saying that every other year, if you yeah. were releasing a new console, mm -hmm. you had something to talk about. And then suddenly this year, you have nothing else to talk about. Really? Yeah. At all. Like, I think that's strange. Like, me, I, the only thing I can think of is that they just feel like their time can be spent elsewhere. So they're not doing conferences anymore. They're like, well, you know what? We got social mm -hmm. media platforms now. Mm -hmm. We can. Do our own mini conference to yeah. announce things on YouTube. Yeah. Like, like that's the only thing I can think of as to why. They're just feeling it's a waste of time and money that could be spent on working. They spent a lot of money last year. Unnecessarily, by the way. Exactly. Sony's, Sony's conference was so weird last year. Like, you remember that? Where they were in the tent first. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then, see, and that's what I mean. Like, they <coughs> spend so much. Maybe that was all their budget. Yeah. <laughs> they had to catch up. Um, but maybe that's just it. Maybe they're just like, you know what? We spend way too much money on the presentations and the hotels and all the stuff that we have to do for mm. conferences. We can just do our own conference in our office yeah, on YouTube So and get the same response. Yeah. There's a lot of different theories of why they're doing this. One, they, they might be struggling with money because Square, mm -hmm. Square Enix, they're, they're actually running low with budgets. Um, well, once Kingdom Heart 3... Uh, comes out they'll be back yeah. on track um but that's a that's it's just a weird part but i'm in the theory of they're definitely going to be releasing ps5 pretty soon mm -hmm. uh just to ease our listeners in because i feel like there's been a lot of people who just got their systems um every time there's a console generation that's new i don't, I don't really buy it until a year or two after yeah just because one you always hit bugs. Like you buy that very first generation, yeah, and you're pretty much a guinea pig. It's just the same as games. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, you people have to buy it and find all the mistakes for the company to be able to make new ones. Exactly, or better ones. Yeah, and and two, uh, the the other part is that in this console generation transition. There's always games that are made for the previous generation. Mm -hmm. So let's say Starfield's released next year. Yeah. Yeah, it will be released for the PS5 possibly, but 
It's also mm-hmm. going to be made for the PS4. Like, there's exactly. always going to be a PS4 system. Exactly. Um, the reason why I'm getting an Xbox One X on Black Friday is so that when this next generation comes, I can still play next-gen games yeah. on a high system, like I'm playing yeah. on a 4K system. Yeah, that's the thing, because we bought a 4K TV last year, mm-hmm. but we never had, we still don't have any 4K systems. Yeah. So we really just watch TV in 4K, and that's about it. Yeah. So we, that's why, that's that's a big reason why we want the Xbox One X, so we have a purpose for having a 4K TV. And plus, anybody who's thinking about getting an Xbox One X, or PlayStation 4 Pro, I actually recommend the One X because it's much more prow- powerful. But uh, either one, right? You're 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 gonna get a system that can handle games made for the next generation. Mm-hmm. But once you do decide to go for the next system, you have a much more valuable system that you can trade in, mm-hmm. right? So that when you do decide to upgrade, you have a higher trade in value. Yeah. So it, it's a win-win. It's a good investment. Yeah. I don't want to see in this investment. It's a toy, but it's a, it's an investment all around. Yeah. So. And now you can go buy those movies on Ultra 4K HD from the store. Yes, I'm getting a few good men on Ultra 4K. Really? It's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, but that movie doesn't need to be in 4K. You can't handle the truth. But see, movies like that. All right, we're gonna take a little sidestep here. Yes. Movies like that mm-hmm. that are old. Mm-hmm. They're better in their original views. Wrong. Because, yes, because then it that keeps the classicness of it. No. It keeps it looking like, oh, this is such an old movie. And you can tell, like, yeah, it'll still have that older feel to it. It's, I don't know. To me, in my mind, those movies don't have to be in the best definition. You want, you want What you want to get in the 4K mm. mode is things like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Those mm. are good in 4K. I want to see... Guardians, get that in 4K. I want to see Tom Cruise's dimples in 4K, okay? Those little dimples in 4K. Get Interview with a Vampire. No, that's a that's a horrible movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you might as well say Vanilla Sky. That's like Tom Cruise's worst movie. I never saw that one. You can't handle it. Anyways, let's move on to the number two gaming news. Uh, number two is the Game Awards have been announced. Uh, they, they've announced their Game of the Year nominees. It is going to be a tough battle. Eh. Oh, come on now. You, eh. You're a grouch. Anyway, so talking about uh, the winner is going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not a tough battle. Well, like in objectively speaking, like. Like it, 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 these are some really excellent games. Not talking about like who's definitely going to win because of the marketing, but let's talk about like the game quality. So, yeah. so I'm talking about like a tough battle with the fans, not with the, for the oh okay for the I fans. I was going to say I'm like well we all know clearly who the winner is going. To yeah, be. everybody's going to give Red Dead Redemption Two the game of the year, which is unfair because let, let's talk about this Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, some game called Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh my goodness. Uh, Spider-Man, which is honestly my game of the year, uh, Monster Hunter World, God of War, and an indie game, Celeste. I've wanted to play Celeste for a long time. Well, like, I was interested in it, and then it's being nominated for game of the year. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, an indie game from a couple in Canada who developed it out of a game jam. And yeah, now it's like, up can for- you imagine being them? Like, Yeah, that's why. And I'd be like us getting nominated for like podcast award or something. Well, well yeah. True. <laughs> um, like, you sure? What? <laughs> well, what's an honor about it is that they're up against Red Dead. They're they're up there in the names of Red Dead. Yeah, and Assassin's is, Creed. And Assassin's Creed. And so, like Celeste is up there, which is really cool. Good for them. So again, it's Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead, Red, Red Red Dead Redemption, Redemption 2. 2. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, God of War, and Celeste. My game of the year is Spider-Man. I I love Red Dead Redemption 2. But in my opinion, I had way more fun. I I 100% Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. Like I think if it's not Red Dead, it'll be Spider-Man. It's going to be between mm-hmm. the two. I honestly don't think the others will win and if they do, I'll be really shocked. God of War was a pretty good game yeah but i'm thinking more of who did i 
Which one did I hear about most when they came out? Yeah, because... There was so much hype for Spider-Man. There was so much hype for Red Dead. Mm -hmm. And both of them kept their hype when the game came out. Yeah. It's not like 76. I like when things start coming out, people are like... Yeah. And that's you know the thing. I mean? Red, so. When Red Dead came out, people moved their game release because they were afraid of releasing on the same. Exactly. And that's why I think Red Dead would because it was just so much hype and people are still so excited that they're mm -hmm. playing it now. Spider-Man, and that's why Spider-Man is the runner-up because people were really excited for Spider-Man and everyone really loved it. Yeah. But, nah. but the question is, did they love it more than Red Dead? And that's it. I personally loved it more than Red Dead. And I know I'm going to get some hate from that, but... Again, I'm talking about how much fun I had, and I had way more fun playing Spider-Man. Like, I loved swinging around so much. <laughs> like, if you put Spider-Man in the same map size as Red Dead, I would still swing around. Yeah. Like, like I loved Spider-Man. I loved the story. I'm almost done with Red Dead. That's the other thing with Red Dead. I'm, like, 50 hours in, and I'm only 60% through the story. I'm like, oh, it's such a long story. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <gasps> It's going to be a tough battle with the fans. Red Dead's definitely going to win. I'm going to call it right now. Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm like, oh, shocker. Wow. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. So if you're interested in watching the Game Awards, by the way, you should be watching the Game Awards if you're a gamer because there's a lot of announcements that come out of it um, and a lot of like second trailers. Like uh, that's when we found out about A Way Out, like mm -hmm. more about that. Uh, and and uh, what the guy said there, who was he was a he was a delight. So, uh, but again, the Game Awards are going to be streaming on YouTube December sixth at eight thirty p.m. to ten thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So go check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. It's 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 good to watch. Mm -hmm. Life is Strange too is up for for a nomination for um, games for an impact, I believe. Woo woo. So they always win that one. Because they hit everyone right in the feels. Yeah. So moving on to our final gaming news of this week. Number three. And this is another controversy. Uh, <laughs> Adam dropped his pen. Mm -hmm. He was playing with it this whole time. And I was waiting for him to drop it or fling it across the room. And he dropped it. Found it. I got it, everybody. Don't worry. Um, so Todd Howard revealed in a, uh, in a German... Uh, game journal, right? German game journal. Boom. Uh, that the creation engine will still be around for Elder Scrolls Six and, uh, and Starfield. People are pretty upset about this. Uh, yeah. They're pretty bums because, like, progressively the engine has been like more and more dated. Uh, Oblivion was pretty buggy, but in a time it was like, okay, it's Xbox 360 people. It's not that bad. And then Skyrim came out, well, actually, or Fallout 3 came out. Oblivion, then Fallout 3. Fallout 3 was, again, the same system. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. Skyrim came out, Fallout 4 came out, and it just got buggy and buggy. And then we get Fallout 76, and we're like, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. Like, it's time to move on. Or it's at least time to, like, totally revamp this engine, right? And now it's a controversy because people are upset about this news that they're going to keep using the same engine. Yeah. And game journalists, uh, surprise, surprise, are not for the gamers. Wow. Uh, like Jason Schreier, it's like, oh, you're just dummy gamers. He didn't say that. But uh, people are saying, like, you don't really know what a game engine is. <sighs> okay. So so one, one thing they said that does, that's kind of irking me. It's like, oh, you think creation engine is bad well guess what rockstar used their same engine and it's just fine yes that's they a good had a example good, they had a good engine that's like uh, that's just so dumb to say that like well look at rockstar they use the same engine and they're doing just fine because that's a good engine like yours needs some work yeah like well, just accept it a game engine yes is pretty much the garage that you put your tools into there, it's more than that. It's way more than that. But on, on simple terms, yeah, it's just the garage you put all your tools yeah. in. But if your tools are crappy, then you should get a new garage. No, that's dumb. <laughs> get it. Oh, my tools are crappy. Get another garage. Um, yeah, that's a really bad metaphor. It is a bad metaphor. But that's the thing. It's like if you want to stick with the game engine, you got to put out 
you got to put out a revamped system into it. Mm-hmm. That's why Unreal Engine now is on Unreal 4, right? Yeah. It's still technically the same engine, right? But, but it was upgraded. made better. Mm-hmm. Like when I was learning how to develop games, I was using Unity, right? Mm-hmm. And the other thing about uh, what, what game developers are saying is like, oh, what people don't understand is that you can have completely different looks, you know? Uh, saying that like um, Octopath Traveler, which is a 2D game, and um, any other Unreal game, uh, Days Gone. They both use Unreal. I'm like, Jason, that's such a stupid thing to say because if you ever try to develop a game, um, the the most basic thing you understand is that there's two settings on a game engine. There's a 2D setting and there's a 3D setting, right? Yeah. And if you put it on the 2D setting, you're going to get, oh, look at that, 2D games. Um, but other than that, picture this. Um, Oxenfree, which is one of my most favorite games of all time. Oxenfree was made on Unity, but so is Life is Strange Before the Storm, right? I will say this, that developing on the Unity engine, if you're trying to make a 3D game, you're going to have a bad time. If you're going to make a 2D game, like a mobile game, you're going to have a better time. Mm-hmm. That's because that engine is more made for beginners. It's yeah. more made for uh, games such as Oxenfree or um, I can't remember any others. I just love Oxenfree so much. But to say that like, oh, look at that. They look so different. Yeah, that's because there's two settings. Yeah. <laughs> like he's making us like he's making gamers like feel like they're idiots when he Which seems to be the trend like this past couple weeks. Yeah, Jason tries like, "Oh, gamers don't know anything." I'm like, "I don't think you know anything, Jason." Yeah. So, yeah, there's two, there's two different settings. The very first thing you have to decide when you develop a game, there's the 2D and then there's the 3D. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why they look different. Yes, Octopath Traveler does use some 3D animations, but let's forget about that. Um, That's more in the basics. What people are upset about is that the creation engine is just a broken system. Right. And when people are saying it like, oh, look at Rockstar, they use their same game engine. That's because they have a great game engine. Mm -hmm. And they're like saying like, oh, well, look at this, that the Frostbite engine is still going. That's because. okay, let's not say Frostbite is a good engine, but. That's the thing is that creation engine is just a flawed engine. There's nothing good in it. In fact, a lot of modders who mod Bethesda games hate the creation engine. Yeah. Uh, what worries me is that Todd Howard quoted in the uh, in the interview. Howard says, we like our editor. We don't need much experience. It can make things much faster. They don't meet, need much experience to get into the creation engine. You need to have experience if you want to develop a triple A game. Yeah. So I I think like this is kind of disappointing for Bethesda. It is. Like they're such a powerful company mm-hmm. that produces great games and they're just like recently I just feel I feel like they're going through de- like a depression or something. Like someone who's in charge yeah. is really depressed and you're just like, uh Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, man. Like they need oh, I also thought of a, re- of a good metaphor that you were looking oh, for. Good for it. So, say the <laughs> cre- I got I get really excited about tools, so I, I There you go. Um, so say that the creation engine is a first generation Makita drill. Okay. But um, Rockstar has DeWalt. Yes. So, here's Bethesda just like using their Makita over and over and over and over and over again whereas Rockstar has the DeWalt, but they just keep upgrading it to the like when the the newer DeWalt mm-hmm. comes out. Oh, sorry, when the newer DeWalt comes out, they're buying the new one. Yeah. Whereas Creation is just over here. Yeah. Using they they put some new specs in it. They say like, oh, we put a new lighting system in it. Yeah. So they're taking wow. what they're doing is they're keeping the same drill and just fixing it over mm. and over again, putting new things in it instead of going out and buying the new one. Exactly. Like so that. I think that was more of a metaphor you're going for rather than the toolbox. Yeah. You don't buy a new toolbox for the tools. You buy new tools. Exactly. For the toolbox. And that's the thing. The creation engine just needs an overhaul. <laughs> like, it's it so flawed. It's it's not stable. And you can't really make any, like, realistic looking games in this. Like, yes, Fallout 76 looks gorgeous, but it's not stable. So, 
you, you can keep using the creation engine, but it needs to have an overhaul if you want to make uh, a next-gen game, you know? Yeah. Skyrim is still playable, but it's just so buggy. But that, that's all I have to say about it. Uh, I just want to preface that I'm not a game engine expert, but neither is Jason Schreier. I'm just saying this yeah. right now. Um, if Jason Schreier is listening to this, then I don't care. <laughs> Fight me. I doubt he's listening to this. <laughs> what? Anyways, so let's finally talk about, since we've talked about so much about video games. I know. I feel like this is a really long opening. I know. Sorry. So, sorry about that. Uh, let's finally talk about our big topic. Okay. Which I'm quite proud of because I came up with it. You did come up with it. So every single week, we like to get a gaming question, gaming topic, just to talk about it for the week. And because it's almost Christmas time, jingle bells. Uh, we're going to talk about how to love a gamer at Christmas time. So Liz, why don't you start us off with how to love a gamer at Christmas time? So I came up with this idea because mm -hmm. I just remember when we had first started dating mm -hmm. that I would want to get you video games so bad. Yeah. Like I, I would like walk around GameStop and I'd pick up some like this looks like what he'd he like he plays. I think one time you almost bought me two worlds. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I would just walk around because I had a GameStop like two blocks from my house. It was just so easy. I'm like, that's right. So I was just like, oh, you know, I'll just go. I'm just going to walk around, see what I can find. I would pick them up and I'd be like, oh, maybe this. And then I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. And I just leave. Yeah. Because I would be so scared to get him a game that he already had or that he doesn't like. Because I, I knew that there it weren't just it wasn't just like games and then you just play games. Mm -hmm. It's something that like there's a different style that you like, things that you do and don't like. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do. They, they even you said like when at GameStop you get moms to come in and they say my son wants this and they have the name wrong or yeah. they don't know what version or they don't know what they don't they don't know the details that you need to tell to sell it to them. Yeah, I had to tell a mom that Sonic was no Mario. I had to tell her that Mario was not on Xbox. She's like, well, my son said Mario on the Xbox. I'm like, I. I there is no Mario on the Xbox. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, there is no Mario on the Xbox. And she's yeah. like, and she got upset at me because she thought that like I was calling her son a liar. I'm like, well, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's why I came with that. I'm just like, you know, it's so hard. Like I didn't buy you any games for Christmas mm -hmm. until our very first Christmas. Yeah. And I got you Dishonored. And that was mostly because we were living together and I heard you talking about, oh, I wish I could play Dishonored too, but I didn't play the first one. So I'm like, great, I'll get you the first one. Yeah. But, and, and I mean, now now I could go in again and so I'd be like, all right, he wants this and he wants this and he needs this. Like, mm -hmm. I would know exactly what to get you. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you buy it on your own anyway, so you kind of leave me no options. I know. But I could go in and say, you know what? He didn't get NBA. He was a little curious about it. You know, I'm going to get it for him. It's Christmas. I'm just going to get him game. Yeah. But I could do that now. But the thing is, a lot of people go in and they have no idea what they're getting, what they're doing. So I just feel like we need to set some guidelines for these people mm -hmm. or at least help gamers tell their families. Because I feel like as gamers, you don't want to get it just a gift card. Yeah. And, and even if you do, tell them that. Don't say, don't say video games. Don't ever tell your family, girlfriend, wife, <laughs> if they don't actually know video games or any... And if they don't know about your hobby and they don't know specifics, don't tell them to get you video games or consoles because yeah. they're going to get you the wrong one. Exactly. So I feel like we need to just share how to tell your family or have your family listen to this so that they can hear like the guidelines on buying things for a gamer at Christmas. Mm -hmm. So the one big thing that I thought of, like one, yeah, gift cards is like an easy one. But yeah, let's talk about a more specific gift card. Uh Let's talk about like services. So like yeah. PSN or Xbox Live gift cards. Yeah. And so those are always super valuable. Yes, but speaking as someone who has bought for a gamer before without knowledge. Yeah. Excuse me. Those can still be really confusing. Yeah. But uh um because someone could get you the wrong one they mm -hmm. could be like oh this is a game thing i think he has a ps4 and you could not you yeah. could have an xbox and yeah. things will go terribly wrong 
Well, that's the thing is that you should know who you're buying for in general, you know? Exactly. Don't buy. If you really have no idea, don't get something specific. That's when you go for the gift card mm -hmm. or I don't remember what else I said. Gift card or gear or something. Yeah. Like. See, what's beautiful about this modern age is that you can get any gaming headset and it will fit everything it will fit your pc it will fit ps uh ps4 it will yeah. also fit xbox because it always used a 3.5 millimeter headphone exactly. jack so so you can't go wrong yeah if they if they really want to get you something nice but they don't know what to get you mm -hmm. really good headphones yeah like that's all you need like uh the if we're talking like if you don't have any sort of budget this is also talking about me if if you want to send me some good headphones you just got brand new headphones yeah well we want those anyways you still got them so and you just got these headphones two years ago yeah you but, don't need new headphones but no like uh those are kind of junky like every oh. yeah every time i plugged them in they're they're total beaches uh exo stelts and they they kind of like cut out sounds. Well, sometimes. you should have told me this like months ago. Anyways, um, <laughs> but if you, if your budget is astronomical, the Astros like gaming uh, gaming headset Astros are like the Mercedes of gaming headsets. Yeah. Like they're so good. Uh, like I really wish I could afford them, but they're like two hundred fifty dollars. I think. Oh my goodness. They're really good yeah, though. Yeah, you really showed me should have told me this months ago. Yeah, whatever. My birthday's coming up. January 6th, if anybody's I'm interested. I'm not buying you $200 headphones for your birthday. I already pretty saying, sure know what I'm getting you for your birthday. I'm just saying our listeners will get me Astros. They don't know where to send them. I will give you my interest. That's uh, pathetic. Um, but yeah, Astros <laughs> are like the Mercedes-Benz. But Turtle Beaches are pretty pretty common. Um, I, I have Turtle Beaches, and they've lasted me a good while. Yeah. Um. And so turtle beaches are probably the, your your best bet. Uh, Afterglows are okay, they're they're all right, but go for the turtle beaches. Like yeah. they're they're affordable and they're and they're pretty decent cool. and they're pretty decent. So your highest is Astro, your mid tier is Turtle Beach, and then I would say your low tier is Afterglow. Uh, Afterglow makes some good ones, but uh, they're yeah. not quality. So the other part is <coughs> the other good thing is controllers. Like yeah. everybody likes a good controller and it's pretty basic. Like if it's a girlfriend or even a mom, if you can, if you really know, if they really know what it looks like, mm -hmm. they should be able to get you one. Like if yeah. they go to store, like I want to get my boyfriend a controller, mm -hmm. but I don't know what system he has. And the people at the counter can go, all right, does it look like this or does it look like this? They're pretty different. Yeah. Places you should be able to identify it. Yeah, the Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, they're all pretty different shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. So they're pretty well uh, into. Now the, now, the Switch one, I can see moms getting confused with, um, with Xbox. I can see that happening. <laughs> but if you generally know, but if you're a mom, you know what system your kid has. Like your kid has. Uh, Not always. Hopefully. I but, know my aunt, mm -hmm. and I'm just thinking of her brain and... She could buy that state that thing for him last year and not remember because she mm. would have had a self conversation of, oh, should I get him this system or this system? And she'll forget which system she got him. Yeah, but like if you really like a, a gamer now for PC, the best one is a you know mouse and keyboard. But if they're playing on PC, they probably already have their preference mouse and keyboard. Yeah. You can always ask them, like you can always check it out. Maybe it's just a basic one, mm -hmm. but you can get them like Razer mouse yeah. and keyboards. They're like phenomenal. Um, but for controllers, you know, like definitely get like th there's some really cool designed uh, Xbox One, PlayStation yeah. 4, Switch uh, controllers. Skins. We're just get skins. skins. Put them in stocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, there's also skins. But um, now again, the high tier is the Xbox uh, Elite controller, which is mm -hmm. another two hundred fifty dollar. Uh, controller i've never used one because i feel like it's so unnecessary and i know a lot of people are like oh it changes yeah. the game I just it's for more serious gamers not someone who plays it as a hobby it's someone who mm. plays most of the day now i i feel like it would be nice to have but it's just not something i want to spend my money on so that's your high tier and then your uh mid tier is like a really well-designed microsoft licensed um or a sony yeah. licensed 
PlayStation Club. And there's so many really, really cool designs out there that. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any of them. <laughs> the black one. Aww. But if it's a limited edition one that has Final Fantasy 15 on it. I don't play that though. Oh, well. But. <laughs> So, and then your low tier is a wired controller. Let's be honest yeah. here. Like, if you get any kind of wired controller, uh, nobody plays wired anymore. So, your your good mid-tier is, like, a very good yeah. l- uh, licensed designed controller. Yeah. Now, they're, like, $60, $70, but mm-hmm. a good controller is a really yeah. good controller. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Mean, I mean, <clears throat> and back to buying for a gamer at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, something that we've, we bring up mm-hmm. a lot when we're talking about it is either the game pass or, um, like mm-hmm. you said, gold, like I know it's that like that can get confusing, but if you tell them directly, like I want, you know, Xbox gold mm-hmm. thing, get that. And it's, it's pretty easy to remember short and sweet. Yeah. And the game pass is good for moms or even girlfriends but i would say more moms who are buying for their 13 year old son yes like i don't know what games he plays he kind of likes that like you don't know what games he plays and you don't know what to get him Mm -hmm. he's only 13 the chances are he doesn't have that many games Mm -hmm. under his belt so game pass is a pretty good one to go with yeah so if you're if you really just if you're a parent and like you know they've been wanting First of all, <clears throat> if your if your kid is just getting into gaming, get him an Xbox One S, as in Snake. Uh, the X is way more expensive, and it's it's overkill for a kid, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But if you get him the S, which is going to be like two hundred bucks on Black Friday, yeah. And then if you get uh, Game Pass, which is one hundred twenty dollars for a whole year. Now one hundred twenty dollars, yeah, that's a lot for a year. But you have to imagine that's a hundred games. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred games, including some brand new Xbox titles. And just go ahead, go browse around GameStop mm-hmm. at Xbox Games. You'll see how much money you're saving. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's just like you have all those games they can use for an entire mm-hmm. year, have a really good internet connection. Um, but yeah, so the the one S is going to be two hundred bucks. Then you got the um the the game pass and then boom that's 320 dollars and you got a new system with a hundred games yeah like so definitely you know if if he doesn't have an xbox then yeah you know boom now playstation has ps now i haven't tried that and i'm not really interested to now you can play you know older games with ps now uh but it's also 1999 20 dollars a month whereas game pass is ten dollars a month yeah so PS Now can also work, yeah. But you know, uh, you can research that. But I, I, I recommend the Game Pass. I think it adds a lot more value to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So and then you can also talk about systems. You know, I, I think systems are the low hanging fruit here. Uh, I that's more for grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to buy a brand new system, I would highly recommend the PlayStation Four and the Nintendo Switch. PlayStation the- Four Pro. If you're gonna get a new system, go big. Yeah, true. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the Nintendo Switch always is going to be a good value. But I, I more recommend uh, the PlayStation 4 just because it has way more game exclusives. I mean, looking at the Game Awards, uh, two of these are PlayStation exclusives. So Spider-Man is a PlayStation ex- exclusive, mm-hmm. and so is God of War. Um, so they have, and there's way more playstation 4 exclusives coming down the line mm-hmm. so if you're going to get a new system and you have no idea i highly recommend the playstation 4 just because of the games you know um yes i'm an xbox advocate i love xbox but i actually you know objectively speaking i recommend playstation 4 yeah um then you got your nintendo switch which is coming out with it's a nintendo it's a nintendo console i don't think i need to say anything more of that um and then the xbox you know it's if you're gonna get an xbox you should get the game pass like yeah just saying but because you get a lot of value from that uh let's talk about um let's talk about more of gear right so we talked about controllers headsets right um charging stuff like um yeah get them really nice charging port yeah so there's there's rechargeable batteries for the xbox um and there's also charging stations for the PlayStation 4, and there's uh, 
now for the Nintendo Switch, be very, very, very careful about what you get. It has to be Nintendo licensed because there's been reports of of uh, third party Nintendo Switch chargers that have actually overheated the Nintendo and actually bricked it. Yeah. So anything you get for the Nintendo Switch in terms of like charger or anything else, make sure it's Nintendo licensed. Yeah, you're better off just going to GameStop or mm-hmm. a gaming store that will have the actual Nintendo one than mm-hmm. getting the wrong one on Amazon. Which, uh, what reminds me is that Nintendo Switch, it has a low battery life, I believe, of three or four hours, right? Yeah. Their uh, Anchor, I believe, is the company. I'll look it up later, or I can look it up now. But there's a uh, um, a portable charging uh, company. I believe it's Anchor, but let me just check on that. Uh, while I, but they developed a Nintendo licensed uh, portable charger, hmm. right? Yeah, it is Anchor. So it's spelled A N K E R, and they just put out a new one. So there is the thirteen thousand four hundred. Um, model which i recommend the mm-hmm. which is 70 dollars, and then there's the beefier 20,100 which is 90 dollars. now the the 20,100 is a little bit of an overkill you don't really need that much power to it but uh the <coughs> the anchor power cord nintendo switch licensed mm-hmm. remember it has to be nintendo switch licensed yeah, it has to say nintendo on it because otherwise <coughs> It will overpower or underpower your Nintendo Switch, and you're just going to waste your money. Yeah. So make sure it has a Nintendo Switch license on it. And that way, while, while your kid is uh, playing his Nintendo Switch, what's good about the Anchor Power Core that's Nintendo Switch uh, uh, powered is that you can play and charge your system. Yeah. Most systems you can't because yeah. that's way too much power for the core to give. Mm-hmm. But if you get them that, that way... That three or four hours turns into eight. Yeah. So you double his gaming time. So yeah. I definitely recommend if you have a kid or a nephew um, that has a Nintendo Switch, look out for the Anchor, A-N-K-E-R, uh, power core uh, yeah. to double the the, the power. And I'm, and I'm sure Black Friday is going to be less. I think it's $70 for the 13000 version. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a bigger version and a smaller version. Get the smaller version. It's It's yeah. much more value to that. Um, but yeah, so definitely get that. Uh, we have a couple more minutes. So what, what other gear do you think about? Um, something even as small as like thumb grips. Yes. Yeah. Such, there (coughs) are such little things can be such easy stocking stuffers. Mm -hmm. If you're a mom or dad or even like a girlfriend or wife that you do stockings for each other. Mm -hmm. Cause like. I mean, I know Adam struggles with my stocking, but I don't struggle with his, so I don't need to put all the game stuff in there. (laughs) Um, But it's uh, like thumb grips are such an easy stocking stuffer, and they're so much more. I'm sorry, I'm so it's so much more comfortable playing with them um, if they're good ones. Because the first ones we got were falling off mine, but the second ones are really good. Yeah, they're really cushiony, and I like to play with them. Now, the best one to get is called Control Freak. So, Control Freak makes really good thumb grips. And you can get pretty good ones for like 18, 13 bucks. Mm-hmm. And they're really solid. But if you're looking for cheaper, there's Gribbits. And the ones I use, I can't remember the name of them. I'm trying to look them up. Um, oh, well. But yeah, I can't remember. But Gribbits are a good one. But the best ones are Control Freak. Control yeah. Freaks makes really good. Uh, thumb grips that will last a long time and they won't slip off the controller Mm -hmm. because if you get cheap ones the the problem with cheap thumb grips and what i'm talking about with a thumb grip it's like a silicone um it's just a silicone thing that you put over the little thumb grip joystick and so you have better grip uh on the on on the actual joysticks so the, the problem is that if you get a cheap one, it won't stay on the Joy-Con. So it'll just slip off and it kind of defeats the purpose of having it. Exactly. Them. It will just slip right off and just like it's so annoying. So definitely get like better ones like Control yeah. Freak or Gribbits is a cheaper one. That's like a lower end, but yeah. it still works. Um, but Control Freaks makes pretty good ones for like 18 yeah. bucks. And then lastly, I think an easiest one to do is simply an Xbox gift card or a PlayStation gift card. Yeah, so just so easy. Just 
don't get a gift card to GameStop because mm-hmm. that's so stereotypical. Mm. It makes me cringe a little bit. Yeah. Get one specifically for their station. Mm-hmm. Like, get an Xbox or a PlayStation or, or a Nintendo or, or Steam. Nintendo, yeah, or a Steam. Mm-hmm. Like that for them to do. Yeah, so understand what system they play on. Steam is for PC. Uh, then you got your Nintendo eShop gift yeah. cards, and then you got PSN gift yeah. cards. Really, the easiest thing is to tell people, get me something for my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like, tell them exactly what, um, what? system. Yes. I, was, I knew I couldn't figure out the word. Tell them exactly what system you have. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, as long as they know what system you have, it's pretty easy to buy things for. Yeah, exactly. Now, we haven't talked much about uh, PC. Because uh, we don't play. <laughs> well, uh, for PC, it, you know, it's a little easier. You can get, like, a really good mouse pad. But here's the thing about PC players is that, like, the reason why we haven't really talked about PC is that uh, generally PC players have built their systems custom you know like mm-hmm. they they have their setup they have their keyboard don't ruin it <laughs> exactly so you can get them a nice monitor right but chances are just uh and monitors are expensive yeah they are but chances are if they're a really good pc player they've been building yeah, it the way they, they want it. they've got it you can't do much mm-hmm. except for buy them games so you have to know yeah, like a Steam gift card yeah. would, would be good. Yeah. Um, but PC players generally have a good feel of what their system is, right? And yeah. even if you get them parts, it has to fit their case. Yeah. So unless you ask them specifically. Like, like they need to send you a link to exactly what they need. Yeah. It can't be just like a, a 1070, right? It has to be a specific yeah. size, a specific brand. Um. So it's a lot tougher to gift for a PC gamer, but give them a Steam gift card and they'll love yeah, you. Yeah, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, or if if you ask them, like, hey, like, what about a new keyboard? You know, because mm-hmm. Razer keyboards make really good ones. Um, but yeah, generally, PC gamers have built their systems yeah, the way they want. Yeah, they got it the way they want it. Uh, but console gaming is a lot easier to buy for. Hey, buddy, you just laid down on my lap. Uh, but yeah, so we hope that this helped out. Uh, of course, you know, buying a certain game, like, of course, they say, like, oh, I want Dishonored 2, you know? Yeah, but you need to get it for the right system yeah. and make sure it's the right version, like, the right Dishonored. Like, if you only remember the name, but you don't remember that there was two or three. Yeah. But unless they told you specifically exactly. Dishonored 2 for the yeah. Xbox One, write that down. Those are easy. But if you want to get a little bit more, we gave you some good ideas. We talked about headsets, controllers. I think controllers are the best gift, like, honestly. Yeah. Because if you get a really nice controller, like the ones they've been putting out recently. Yeah. Like, those are the best gifts. Um, I need to get a new controller. My goodness. So, but yeah, we talked about a good uh, amount of equipment. But yeah, yeah, uh, all in all, if you want to love a gamer at Christmas, like, know what you're getting into. If you're going, I don't recommend going to a GameStop unless you know exactly what system. Yeah, if you can, go to a local gaming store. Yeah. If you're in Lancaster County, go to Just Press Play. They yeah, have Just three Press locations. Because the thing about GameStop is that uh, as an, a former employee, uh, we're looking for the highest markup. Mm-hmm. So if you come in, my son has an Xbox. Uh, what should I get him? Of course, we're going to sell you on. And I say we're because I was one of them. Yeah. We're going to try to get you to buy as much as possible yeah. because then the oh you should get on the xbox one x yeah exactly so that's the thing it's like eh, don't go into a GameStop unless you know exactly what you're getting yeah but if you go to a local like they really want to help exactly like just press play at lancaster they really want to help um but yeah so i i, th- I think this is a good amount of yeah. knowledge to to put down if anything I mean, mostly it's going to be gamers that are listening to us because mm-hmm. no one's going to be like, oh, let me look at, listen to a game podcast yeah. to figure out what I should get my son for Christmas. Games and no, Christmas. like it, it can help you guide your family to get you a good present so you don't end up with games you already have or games you can't play. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Floki. This is my dog. All right. I think that's good for this episode. Yeah. So. Uh, again, we won't have an episode this Monday, uh, Monday of Thanksgiving week, but the next, 
but the next episode is going to be the Monday after Thanksgiving, so the 26th. Yep. So that's when we get back. Whew, man. So this this weekend's going to be a monster because we're going to have youth group tomorrow on Sunday. And right after youth group, at like 9 p.m., we're going to be driving to, to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Whoo-wee. But so uh, we thank you for listening to this week's episode. We will see you the Monday after Thanksgiving. I see you. Trust me. I see you. And we thank you. Uh, again, please follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries, on Instagram, Games and Groceries. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, please give us an honest rating of what you think is podcast so that we can finally be featured on Anchor. We can win <laughs> this war, people. We yes. can do it. Anchor, I know you're listening. Put us on Featured. We thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We love you very much. Have a good week.